We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. minutes a day, 365 days a year. This is the Pack-A-Day Podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Pack-A-Day Podcast. You want to stop shop for all things green and gold, good or bad, green and gold. My name is Mike Lemon, alongside by Matt Freilich and Gage Bridgeford, back with us for the first time in a few weeks. Gage, it's good to have you back. Yeah, it's good to be back. I've had a couple of interesting weeks, uh, kind of zooming around the state. I had to work last weekend at six in the morning, so it's uh, it's been a busy couple of weeks for me. But it's nice to sit down, and talk some ball with you guys again. I wish we had a little bit of a lighter topic to talk about, but it is what it is. For sure, and we 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 were planning originally last week. We had teased talking about the top ten quarterbacks on ESPN's list because that would have taken quite a bit of time. We had we had enough content for that, but in light of recent events. That's not going to happen. Uh, we're going to be doing a, a little bit of some other topics today, but Matt, I'll go to you before we jump into that. And I guess, I guess, how are you doing? I'm doing well. It's good to get the game back together. You know, we're coming up right up before training camp, so it's like the off season. We got to kind of hang out, do our thing, but time to buckle down, get into some stuff. And the last, you know, I thought about this all day, basically leading up to this recording. I was like. We really haven't had too much to talk about other than, like, real nitty-gritty stuff since, like, the draft. Um, maybe a little bit of fallout since then. But really, like, the last couple of days have been just honestly kind of a roller coaster ride as we get closer to the draft. Things are things are shaking around a little bit. we got a ton, ton of Instagram, Twitter stuff to get into, social media-related stuff. But, um, yeah, it's sometimes it's just nice to put the phone down a little bit. That helped me a little bit today. But other than that, it's been a – you're trying to follow up follow up all this, like, I guess, subtweeting and this just random, like, rants you guys are going on on Instagram and polarizing each other and just getting attention. For sure. And I'm with you in the same way. Like, as we're recording, recording this on Saturday evening, and I was able to spend all day away from – the only time I was on my phone was to watch other broadcasts that my company has been a part of while I was doing my broadcast. That's all I did today. And being away from that, it is very cathartic. And so, naturally, that is going to be one of our top, main topics today is going to be the impact of social media on, especially the modern NFL. How much it has impacted decision-making, whether it's by front offices or by players, and also fan thinking. And because and, and, it's, it's a heavy topic, but I think it's one that does need to be talked about. And, and we've all discussed it at length, not even just it, but in other group chats and other podcasts as well. 
But continue with social media before we get started. Don't forget to like us on all social media platforms at Packaday Podcast, at the Packaday Podcast on YouTube, and wherever your favorite podcast platform can be found, we are there as well. Give us a like, a subscription, let us know how we're doing as well. But as we jump, before we jump to our main topic as well, we do have some slight housekeeping news from Green Bay with guys reporting to camp over the next few days, and of course the first practice link on Tuesday or Wednesday. Matt, I know you have some of that stuff, so what, what's been going on in Green Bay? Yeah, uh, so we saw Josiah DeGuara. I'm not sure if it was reported on by Andy on the, the uh, YouTube version of Packaday Podcast or the people yesterday, but uh, Josiah DeGuara on the pup, a um, little concerning there coming off the, the injury he had last year. He'd like to see him be activated, at least in the role um, in training camp in the preseason, see how he can fit because that, that tight end spot's really strange yet. You're not sure how many guys are going to keep. They have a ton of talent there. Um, but it seems like there's going to be at least one or two casualties uh, when you cut down to get down to the final roster. So see if he's a part of that. Uh, Patrick Taylor was one that came out today running back, which um, I feel like Gage tweeted at me about Dexter Williams, um, and 20 minutes later Patrick Taylor was put on the pup. So it's just like Dexter Williams' stock goes up when I don't want that to happen. Um, Isaiah McDuffie was also added to the non-football injury list, and then most notably, Ray Wilborn, no idea who that even is, but was put on the reserve COVID-19 list, which um, I guess last year wasn't that big of a deal, but now this year with the new rules being in place, um, it's affecting things a lot more. But that's it as far as, like, news-related things. There's been a couple of workouts here and there. Um, no one overly notable, but that's that's kind of the, the hard-hitting news, if you will, um, as we get into the, this weekend. Yeah, no, I uh, – I... I did tweet at you about Dexter Williams. I know he's your favorite player and everything, and I just I saw a tweet from Andy about player to send out a tweet uh, getting sent to Minnesota, and I just I thought you would want to have some notes on your favorite player. That's all. I just, just I appreciate I'm, a good, it. I'm a good friend like that, you know. No, I appreciate you looking out. So with that being said, we got our housekeeping stuff. Let's jump right into our main topic because this is again we're going to be a lot to talk about, and that is. What's been happening the past few days, namely among the offense, and also some humorous stuff that's been going on among some of the younger guys, namely MVS's sense of humor, which is off the charts, and also the impact that social media has made on the modern NFL. Namely, I'd say since 2010. I'd say that's a good, good start for it. I mean, I know that was when I first got to it. I was in college, so that was when I really, and that's when I first gave my first Twitter account was before a class my freshman year of college. And that's why I want to kind of figure out the importance of what it's been doing in culture and in football. So let's kind of jump into that. So I'll let you guys kind of take over, like, just kind of break down what's been happening the past couple of days. Because, I mean, I, obviously it's gotten Packers Twitter going nuts. And it's it's a lot to kind of process as what might be happening, what we might see this coming week. It's crazy, man. Like, it's Friday night this all starts rolling in, right? And... It's basically at around 11 o'clock Central Time that Rodgers and Devontae, within about 15 minutes earlier, put up that uh, The Last Dance, Scottie Pippen, Michael Jordan, um, hitting the Nucks. Uh, you know, just one of the iconic pictures that they've had. But basically people are thinking, like, it's The Last Dance, and a lot of that has to do with the Devontae Adams fallout of the contract. And that's um, even ignoring what happened before that, where I don't, I'm sure that you guys saw the announcement that sportsbooks had pulled down mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. Rodgers uh, or the Packers betting totals because the belief was that Rodgers was retiring next week. I know I was out at dinner when I got the notification on my phone that the books had pulled it down because the expectation is Rodgers was going to retire next week. And then 
we did, and then I didn't really see anything confirmed from that. And then the account that we saw it from, which I'm not even giving them the publicity for because they don't deserve it because they've been proven false numerous times. And if you guys fall for the account, that's your own fault. Mm-hmm. The account's a joke. They are not serious. They're not legit. They don't belong here. They're just that's it. They don't need to be talked about. I'm not mentioning the name because I don't need because they don't need any more impressions. They already get too many as it is. Anyway, insert Mean Girls meme. She doesn't even go here. They, they don't. They, okay, they, the account doesn't belong here. Anyway, moving on. So I, I, no one, no one legit tweeted it out. And other than pro football talk, and we know that Florio is not legit either. So I don't really care, really care there. So moved on, continued with dinner, and then that's when the I see the last dance post and all of that and all of that uh, other stuff going on. So Matt, I'll go ahead and I'll let you continue. But I at least wanted to get that keynote out there that the Packer win totals had been taken down everywhere under this belief that Rodgers was retiring, and then Rodgers kind of flipped the script on that one. Well, even yeah, before was, all of that, yeah. it goes back to Tuesday with the Adam Schefter report during the Bucks game six day about the the, the contract extension that was turned down. Oh, you mean the brand new no, Yeah, the brand, brand new, new news that we've known since April. heard three months ago when he said it the first time? That, that was attempting to overshadow the state of Wisconsin celebrating... What, whatever it's just it's like you're you're announcing stuff that's not news you're announcing the same thing you said three months ago that's fine you don't have anything new it's okay but that also but that's what sets social media on fire again mm-hmm. I, I get it I get the reason I don't like it I understand the reason for it I just don't like it it's like you're not reporting anything new here you're just I mean, reporting the same stuff it's like you went back and retweeted yourself that's all you did I just feel like but that's what Adam Schefter's been trying to do, man. Like he knows he has the attention of Wisconsinites. Then, like he knows what he's doing. Like he's already he's already got us, like Packers fans, like dedicated fans. Like he's gonna go for go for the jugular with another fan base within the the Dairy State. Like that's just he knows what he's doing. Like he's no he's no he's no dummy. Like what he's doing is calculated. And I don't yeah, think it's he's been, dumb. I just no, like, it's been a but it's been a buildup for like three or four days, and then just like for it all to come down on Friday, like from the you know Friday is like shoot, we should just coast into the weekend, like enjoy ourselves before training camp, and you know everyone's distracted, like we're just hoping that Rogers shows up next week, and like all of a sudden we get this random occurrence and reported Devonte Adams contract falls out, and like who knows, maybe that happened a week ago, maybe that happened a month ago, like we have no idea when that actually came down, but then, like, the sports books to react to that, like, I don't know how much weight I put into that. Sports betting's an enormous generating, like, profit and industry across this entire world, let alone, especially this country in the last few years with FanDuel and DraftKings, et cetera, et cetera, and, like, I just don't know how much weight I put into those just because they're taking it down, like, and then it just—I don't know—the fallout into the the late evening was just a little bit too much for me. The Instagram stuff and that kind of trickled over. And then there was there was random ones in there, right? We had Zadarius Smith talking about a realtor, and like I think legitimately he just wants to like buy a house or sell a house, whatever it was. He admitted but as much bad, of that. Bad timing, Z. Like you know, I mean that's again like I feel like you got to like some of these things that happen like that we're talking about. And that's what this whole episode is kind of about, and specifically how it affects the Packers, like. People either have to be, like, super unaware of what's going on or they are somewhat vindictive, somewhat having some fun and just, like, putting stuff out there in the firestorm just to see if it gets clicks and retweets and reactions. And, like, I think – I, I, I it's you got to think it's a little bit bizarre 
for Zadarius Smith just to throw that out there in the middle of the firestorm on that Friday afternoon, just thinking that no one was going to get, react the way they did. And of course, people are going to get go crazy on that. All right. Well, real quick, while while I have everybody's attention, this is so. This is what time is it? It is nine forty-five Eastern time on Saturday night. Mm-hmm. The Packer win totals are up on DraftKings. There you go. What are they at? Uh, they're at eight and a half right now. So they they that is down from it was I believe it was ten and a half, and a half yeah um, at first or it was ten and a half at one point and so they have taken it down to now eight and a half uh, that is on DraftKings sportsbook uh, I'm in Indiana I don't know if that's up everywhere but it's at least up for me um, I'm going to be checking through the other books that I am verified on to see if if it's up there or not but as of now, at least one book is it is up. It was not, and DraftKings did not have it up yesterday. After that, when they said they took it down, it was down, and so they have at least put it up today. And uh, I will keep you guys updated to, as to whether or not other sports books have it posted. Um, Fan, FanDuel does. FanDuel has it up as well. Uh, same odds, eight and a half. So, so yeah, they're back up. up. It is back up. It has been moved down, but it is back up. So either the books are Rodgers is retiring, or and they they think that apparently there's only a two win difference between Love and uh, Aaron Rodgers, or they are they're not 100 percent sure. They're not 100 percent sure what's going on. By the way, the uh, the have you guys seen the note? What's the word I'm looking for? The rumor that the Last Dance image was actually. Rodgers and Adams have a handshake agreement with the front office to get traded to the same team this year. Have you seen that one yet? No, I haven't seen that. Yeah, good luck. Yeah, with that. yeah, yeah. No, I don't. I was like, that's not going to happen. But I've seen some people trying to spin that one, and I was like, man, you guys are grasping for some straws today, huh? We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. 
That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health care provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new health care regimen, including EE system. I mean, and we talked about it before we started recording. One of the best accounts to follow on social media has been Andrew Brandt, who mm-hmm. has been through this situation on a different level, but a similar situation on its surface before when he was in Green Bay. But he made a really good point. This was at about 11 o'clock yesterday morning, on Friday morning, because the report of the negotiations breaking off, or he was quote, quote, broke off negotiations. Translation, we'll pay him, just not right now. Right. Which is where I do think this ends up going. But is it, we had heard they, they broke off it, talks with Aaron Aaron Jones. He signed. They were talking mm-hmm. about they broke off with David Bakhtiari. He signed. Even going back to the original Randall Cobb's second contract, he signed. Like it's the market is so weird in this, especially this year with the cap being goofy, revenue sharing being weird, the wide receiver the wide receiver salary structure alone being bizarre thanks to Bill O'Brien, that it's hard to tell what they actually offered Devontae. We don't know. And we don't know. And but like I, I do think Devontae is going to stick around. It's just with it, I think it will happen sometime later this year. But for that, I have to say, who – so, like, Andrew Brandt, obviously you said he was around for this. He was around for this with the, with the Favre situation. Mm-hmm. And you said, translation, we'll pay him, just not right now. Was this? Do you? Th- but who do you think broke off the negotiations here? Because I think that in some situations it could be that the front office broke it off. But based on the, I I wouldn't be surprised if it was Adams' camp said no. We'll we'll negotiate this when you figure out the Roger stuff. I'm not signing a long term deal until I know for sure what's happening with him. And that so that's kind of what he like that. that at least that's how I see it. I could see Adam saying, nope, I'm not signing a long-term deal until I know for sure what's going on with my quarterback. Until then, I'll, I'm not talking to you guys about it. I mean, that, it would be nice, that, that would be nice to know, like, who broke it off. I don't think it – I mean, it, it does give you context of, I guess, the feelings of the Devontae Adams camp or the, the, the Packers camp. Um, I think the Devontae, if it was him and his agent um, breaking it off, I think that's a little bit more telling, which w- would be nice to know. But – I think the deal will get done. Um, I think it'd be it would be crazy if it didn't actually, you know, if Devontae still wasn't green and yellow. But it's going to be tough going forward. This 2022 uh, cap is, is a little bit of a challenge, and part of that I think was in motion to get uh, Rodgers to get that extension so they could push the money, guarantee money out. But that hasn't happened, and it's never been about money for Aaron Rodgers, which I think, duh, we all freaking knew that. I, I. Like he was pretty apparent about that. So uh, now, and then, you know, just going back to the social stuff, then we have Robert Tanya get in the mix. Like, who knows how, if he, again, this, is this a calculated thing that they're all doing together? Probably not. Is it something that they're seeing Devontae and Aaron doing this, and then Tanya gets in the mix? He's thinking he's Dennis Rodman, which I don't know who Dennis Rodman is. But I don't think it's uh, Robert Tanyan. And then all of a sudden, David Bakhtiar actually, like an hour and a half ago, replied and said, no, he's actually uh, Dennis Rodman. Um, find someone else to pick Rob. So it's like, this is, 
if this is all dead and gone by Tuesday or Wednesday and, like, this was just enough to get us through the weekend, that's great. But, like, damn it, dude. I just want freaking real football to be here. Like, it's it's fun to observe this stuff, but it makes everyone go absolutely bonkers. And it, I just – it's tough. It's really tough because, like, I was, I'm just try, I was trying to taper my expectations for this weekend into next week, like, thinking he probably wasn't going to show up at this point, which sucks. But now it's, like – no idea what to expect. No clue what's going on. Like, you got David Bakhtiari and Rogers working out together and shit, but, like, you have no idea if these other people are in on it, like the Tanyans or the Devontae Adams, or if it's just, like, this, they're trying to harass the front office, which I don't think that's probably the best thing to do, but I, I don't blame them at this point. I've lost some of my frustrations with the front office as well, so I don't blame them. I hear from the front office he's been traded. If I hear from Rogers, what his, what's going on with him, I'm just ignoring everything, and I find that that's the easiest way to handle it. Like I said earlier with Schefter, he's just retweeting himself from a few months ago with the whole biggest contract or most expensive contract in history, blah, blah, blah. I, I've tried to ignore it because it benefits me in no way, and I think that – and I don't claim to know everything. I don't, absolutely not. It benefits me in no way to interact with the Schefter news of, Oh, Rogers turned down this, or Rogers said that. I ignore most of what Rogers puts on social media. I ignore most of what most people put on social media anymore, just because it's way easier to do it that way. I got to watch uh, guys like Matt and other members of the Packet A team and other Wisconsinites be super excited about the about about the Bucks winning the championship, and that was awesome. Other than that, I've largely ignored social media this week. The only reason I saw the Last Dance thing was because everybody and their mother was talking about it. And that and that's fine. Everybody can teach their own, do your own thing. But I take with this whole social media thing, and it's just the ability to either flip the middle finger to the front office or get everybody stirred up into a frenzy or do whatever. It just has made so much more sense for me to just be like, you know what, do whatever you want. I'll see you guys when you get to training camp. Until then, there's no there's no use for me to get my to let it ruin my day. When that Rogers is posting this or Devontae is posting that and saying this and saying that just because life's too short, man, for me to be losing my mind over this. And the Packers have never been this way. And so I don't know if maybe I'm just not used to it, and so that's why it's easier for me to disengage. It's not like I'm a Cowboys fan where every two weeks it seems like I got a new guy that's pissed off that he's not making enough money and he's got to post on social media about it. Green Bay has never had this in my lifetime at least not in the social media era. So maybe that's why it's easy for me to just say, eh, whatever, I'll see, I'll see you in a couple months when training camp starts. Until then, post whatever you want. I don't really care. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm trying to think back. Like, there really hasn't been anything this volatile um, within the Packers organization. I mean, maybe. Like the Jenny I mean, stuff, maybe? Maybe, and, like, yeah, that type of stuff. And, like, internal, like, I'm thinking, like, also the um, – just the end of the Mike McCarthy era, like it was a little bit like that, but not like it was either he he's either he's done halfway through the season or he's gonna finish the season out. Like he's probably not gonna be a quarter he's not gonna be the coach anymore. Where it's like that was it was one of two things were gonna happen. Like he just his time had passed, whatever, whatever. And now it's like you have no idea. There's so many variables with the Rogers thing. It's like okay, if he if he doesn't report and he chooses not to play for the Packers anymore, what happens to him then? What does the contract look like? Does, is love ready to go? And, like, there's there's so many trickle-downs that I think it's – that's why I'm so engaged with it. Like, it's it's not great. Like, it was nice today to put my phone on for, like, two hours and just be outside and stuff. And I got back and I know I'd missed some stuff. But, like, 
nothing that was earth-shattering, like he's reporting or he's on a, a private jet to, to Green Bay. But, yeah, like, I there it's... Like, we've had the... We've had the uh, the Rogers is on the we've had the what, what is it his housekeeper was there yes mm-hmm. we've had the housekeeper we've had the we've had I, if you guys haven't yet there's a guy that works for some airport in the Wisconsin slash Green Bay area who has tracked private planes flying to areas that we know Rogers is at that's where we're at we have guys tracking Rogers planes we have Pat McAfee updating that it was an auto renewal of the membership and it was actually not a cleaning crew that went to Roger's house, so they lied or they didn't lie or whatever. It's just, like you said, Matt, It's you, all of this stuff does trickle down and all this stuff matters, but this kind of goes to what I'm saying when I'm like, I can kind of ignore it because, yeah, it all matters and all trickles down, but, I mean, until we get any concrete news, it doesn't It doesn't matter. Right. That's, that's more what it is for me. It, like, I absolutely get your point. I'm just looking at it from... Yeah, it all trickles down, but until something concrete legitimately happens, it's all fugazi. It's just it's out mm-hmm. there. It's just stuff. Mm-hmm. There's nothing. There's nothing concrete. There's nothing real there. So until until something real happens, that's kind of why I'm just like, eh, whatever. Whatever happens, happens, and I'll acknowledge it then. Until then, though, I'm just gonna keep keep doing my thing, just watching, seeing everybody else freak out, and it kind of makes me chuckle a little bit. because the reactions are all over the board. I've seen. Rogers is dead to me. He can go play in Vegas. I don't care. And I've seen people the other way. Fired Goot and Mark Murphy, which for the record, I'm actually I'm on Rogers' side of things, but that's just me because I've seen the Packers have 30 years straight of Rogers and Favre, and yet they only have two Super Bowls in that time. I understand Super Bowls are hard. I understand not everybody can be the Patriots. I get it. I don't care because you should be able to get more than just two Super Bowls out of that 30-year run. It's just, I think that the front office has let Green Bay down on more than one occasion. So I mm-hmm. also, I, I side with the player, I side with Rodgers, um, but that's it's just me. Everybody's allowed to have their opinion. It's fine. So that's kind of where I'm at. Yeah, no, I side, I side with Rodgers, too. Uh, well, I shouldn't say I side with I, I I'm not defending the Packers by no means. There's been way too much stuff that's happened, and I feel like they've been able to get out in front of us that wanted to, and then we discussed that, like, what was it, I don't know, a month and a half ago with the, uh, the Murphy Five, how he said no one should talk about it, and all of a sudden he's calling Aaron a complicated fella. Like, complicated that, fella. Like, that stuff's unbelievable. Like, you're supposed to, sh- you're like, you're literally telling everyone to shut the hell up in the media not to talk about it, and then you're going to go out and, like, basically contradict yourself. So, like, I'm definitely on – has Rodgers done it flawlessly, and he's, has he been the easiest person to work with, I'm sure? Um, at 12.65, like, no, he's probably really challenging to work with. I can imagine that. Um, we've seen that in his personal life, whether any of that's true or not. Even if a couple of those items are true, it's you got to think he's just a tough guy to work with. But I do defend him to an extent of, like, if he's just really asking for these small things and wants a little bit of say and a little bit of, of knowledge of shit, like – I think he's deserved that. Mike, where do you kind of fall on, on this? Are you more pro Rogers, pro organization? You see it both sides. Like what where do you lay? To quote Psych the Musical, I see it both ways. And I it's and I actually like uh, what Kyle Fellows tweeted earlier on Saturday. Like as talking about the poll that Eli put up asking who's at fault and he says, I believe the love of Packers is to blame. Rogers and Tay love Green Bay, but and led all that it means to them, but they're having a hard time coming to terms with an inevitable day that is coming where the Packers might be better constructed without them. 
Goot loves the Packers. He understands that he's responsible for the present and the future. The fans are upset because they love the organization. They fall in love with the players. They've risen to the highest points and the lowest lowest places. Right now, they're a roller coaster, and our emotions are along for the ride. And similar and similar for like Murphy and stuff like that. I think we all kind of have that. Like, we love the Packers, and that includes Rodgers and Adams. And when they're gone, we'll still love them as former Packers, but there will be a day when they're gone. There will be a day whenever that Jordan Love is gone. Like, there's all this stuff is going to happen whether we want it to or not. But at times with how, whether it's through Murphy not following his own advice, whether it's from us not hearing anything from one side of this this dispute, outside of a vague passive aggressiveness, whatever it is, we are all still following this and following the Packers despite everything that's been happening. And sometimes, and you, you guys are both making the points of, of the social media impact of it, and Gage, like you ignoring it, Matt, you putting your phone down, me putting my phone down today, and even yesterday on Friday when all this stuff happened and all the, the Last Dance stuff, I was laughing more about MVS just screwing around and, and him going back and forth with Kenny Clark. That's the stuff I like is the lighthearted nature of it, whether it's Aaron Jones' camps, I love following that kind of stuff. Alan Lazard putting in the work, Rashawn Gary putting in the work off the field. That kind of stuff is what is, is I, I like to try and pay attention to on social media rather than whatever is divisive or whatever is causing issues. And what, what, we'll find out what happens on Tuesday. We'll have an answer either way this week. If how, you, to about, an extent. how about freaking tomorrow when this – this is Sunday as you're more than likely listening to this podcast. What about Monday with the shareholders meeting? Like, how the hell are they going to control that, dude? Like, there's going to be people that are going to be mouthing off more than normal. Like, there's going to be people asking questions like normal Joe Schmo who can ask a, a half a half good question. It's going to be pointed directly at why is this happening? What's it? You, doesn't, you don't have to be a journalist. You don't have to have gone to, you know, multiple different cities and different markets to be able to ask a, a tough question in this matter because it's like, it's a very black and white at this point. Like you can, you can ask them why they haven't came out and talked about Rogers or what their thoughts are. Like you could ask them about what I'm bringing up about why he's contradicting himself. Uh, that being Murphy, like you can ask him where Devante is with his contract. Like when that was reported. like, I just feel like that's going to be an absolute, it's going to be a circus. It's going to be a gong show for sure. Oh, it's, it's going to be ridiculous. There's going to be no game show on TV that can match anything like this. Oh. Like if you guys have ever watched the TV show, the newsroom, the very first scene of the pilot where Jeff Daniels' character goes into this crazy, long, profane rant. It could be like that. On, a, on an innocuous question. Like, and I don't think Murphy or Good is going to, like, snap or fly off the handle. No. But it's going to... There are moments that it's probably going to be pretty tense. And there will be a question asked about these topics. There will be an awkward silence. And there will be, like, just thousands of people on pins and needles waiting for the answer. And then whatever the answer is will be spun in 85 different ways. Well, it's like anything. Okay, Coach McCarthy. Yeah, that was, <laughs> yeah. I just, what I think is going to happen, I mean, I'm not going to be at the meeting, obviously. But if I was at the meeting, I'd say, how did you let this happen? Yeah, that's... That, that that's the que- that's the only question you need to ask. How did you let it happen? Because it's like I'm not like if I I'm like if I'm shareholder seventeen, I I'm not in the room negotiating with Rogers. I'm not in the room negotiating with Devontae. I'm that's not me. 
you guys let this happen. How did you get to the point where our arguably two of our three arguably best players, whatever, I don't I'm not gonna discuss where Devontae or whoever falls in your rankings. It's not worth it. How did you let it get to this point where these two guys who are pillars of our franchise don't want to be on our team anymore? How'd you let that happen? You're supposed to be leading us and now we've gone in the last two decades we've had two franchise icon quarterbacks, multi-time MVPs, who don't want to be here, and you guys have been, and you've been at the helm the entire time, Mark, so why why are you still at the helm here if you've done this twice now? We've come up short year after year after year after year, and the only thing that hasn't changed is you. We've changed coaches, we've changed players, we've done, we changed scheme this that and the other a lot of it has changed and some of these things have remained stagnant and that's murphy and whereas he kind of directed this team you know i've, I've talked about this a lot in the last couple of weeks when family members like you're talking about gage or friends like ask i i told them for weeks like i think rogers reports um up until yesterday i actually thought he was going to report um now i'm really really kind of undecided if i had to decide i think he does report but definitely not day one but I've I've said this time and time again, and I think the fact that the Packers don't have a real owner in place, it makes Murphy, it makes Goody, it makes Russ Ball, it makes all these ops people take on more responsibility to make decisions, and less there's less checks and balances, and more than likely Murphy takes on more of that brunt of that because Ted Thompson is no longer here with us. Goody's only been with the organization for two years, so like he is the guy when it comes to making decisions, and he's got a lot of power, and it's, it's the Packers are a very tight-knit organization. I can only imagine the respect that he demands day in and day out there. But, yeah, it's it, I, I just, it never should have gone this way, and it never should be like this. But, again, maybe this goes back to the whole thing. Maybe we're just blowing everything out of proportion. Maybe Aaron Rodgers just wanted to have some fun this offseason. And I, I don't know. I it, it's It sucks. We're in, a, we're in a weird spot, and we'll see what happens in a few days. But right now I'm – like I said, I was very optimistic going into this weekend, and I'm not anymore. Just a quick thing. Goot's actually been with Green Bay since the ni- since 1998, and he, this is actually be his fourth year as the GM. As the general manager. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, but he's been – so he's been director of – so he was a scout for 13 years, but then he's been director of college scouting, director of player personnel for two years, and then he's been a general manager for the last – for this will be his fourth season as GM. But yeah, so but so he's been around just like mm-hmm. we. I mean, j- he just like Murphy, he's been around. He wasn't necessarily a guy. He wasn't in the room. He wasn't calling shots or even on the phone call. But he's been here. He was he was there. He had been he was in his tenth year with the team when the far drama happened. It's like, man, you you've seen this happen once already. You may you weren't as close as you are now, but you've seen it happen once. Mark, you were damn close, and you know what happened. Now, How I, are we? I almost think it's again? more. I almost think it's more that maybe I don't. Th- I think they view. I don't think they view Rogers as being as stubborn as Favre was. Maybe more, more pliable. Maybe more amenable. They could talk to him. Like like Favre was a hard-headed guy who went to the beat of his own drum for a lot of times, whether it was a banjo or not. I think they thought Rodgers might have might have been different, and they very clearly gambled wrong. And I mean that goes to that's kind of the player empowerment movement 
thing. Like you back then, Far yeah, Favre was stubborn, went to the beat of his own drum, but player empowerment wasn't anything like it is now, where you got guys who, if they don't want to play for somebody, they're damn it, they're not playing for somebody that year. We've had the we've had Laramie Tunsil, we had New Hopkins. New Hopkins was one thing. Le'Veon Bell was one. We see it a lot in the NBA with Anthony Davis going making his way to the Lakers and just any other. Pl- Jimmy Butler, James Harden, who put on a fat suit for a month. Just it in the area that we live in, especially with social media, if guys want to make it clear that they're not playing somewhere or where they want to be and where they're not going to be, that's they can they have that power. Rogers is in one of the is one of the few superstar athletes in the last couple of years that it doesn't matter what he's done, he's still in Green Bay, and it makes financial sense for Green Bay to not trade him, but at the same time. Green Bay has not traded him. Can we acknowledge that? We are less than a less than a few days away from the start of training camp, and Aaron Rodgers is still a Green Bay Packer. When we were told in April he's done, he's out, he's gone. There was the piece that dropped on Friday. Friday, so this is that uh, Schlereth had in Denver that he was a. He was a pack. He was a Bronco until the Packers pull it out of the deal, which I don't believe that in the slightest. But he's still in Green Bay. We were told three months ago he's gone. He's done. Chalk it. Just forget about him. And he's still in Green Bay to this day. Yeah, at the very least, his contract is for sure. So and we'll, again, well, we'll, we'll find out. <laughs> That's fair. I just meant as of right now. I'm saying yeah. he, as of now, he hasn't been traded he yet. Is a member of, he is a member of the 90-man Green Bay Packers roster. And everyone said, what well, everyone said, okay, fine, fine, fine. July 1st, he'll be traded. It's it's more financially doable. Guess what, man? Or wait, no, June 1st. What? Guess what? It's July 24th when I'm saying this. It's July 25th when you guys are listening to it. And it still has not been traded. Nothing's changed. So really, really nothing's changed. Just a bunch of smoke and mirrors and a bunch of Instagram stories. Yep. Yeah, Last dance, Dennis Rodman haircuts. It's, mm-hmm. it's like driving through Nebraska. It's just the same for the entire trip. Yeah. Oh, another thing that we kind of ignored was the Rodgers and David Bakhtiari workout picture. They're getting after it. I, I, that, so that was David, their final off-season workout. And, and, and the too. fact that he has not been on the, put on the pup list. Huge. Yeah, yeah there's just so... I, okay, it's this, all is our last time talking bef- this is our last time talking before training camp, and I want to go ahead and wrap this pot mm-hmm. up so that way the mm-hmm. good people can get to do what they're going to do. We'll talk again in a week. Well, myself and Matt will, because Mike's got things to do. What do you guys think happens this week with Rodgers I, and, and Devontae? I think Devontae's going to be there because we've heard him say, I, got pay- I work to earn my money. I'm not going to give any money up. But what do you think happens with Rodgers this week? He's not there. I think. At all? No, I don't think so. I think <sighs> maybe by by the time preseason week one hits, maybe. I don't. Th- I, I. He's very clearly shown that money doesn't matter. Fines will not affect him. If this is all truly fire, where there where there's smoke, he will not show up, and he will take the fines. He will deal with the fines, and if he wants to play, he'll come back when he's good and ready. I'm gonna say. I'm going to say he shows up at the end of the week. Why? I don't know. I just feel like I, the the only thing better at this point is just to show up and make the organization. I, I don't know. And, like, I, 
I want there to be like a statement before this all happens. So maybe that's it's too soon for that to happen. But I just I don't know. I, I to, for him not to show up until after week one of the preseason seems crazy to me. But we've seen far crazier stuff within the NFL. But I'm gonna say he shows up at the end of the week and. No one really I, – I don't know. I, I hope there's something they can address. I hope there's a, a press conference together that they can do it. But at this point, it doesn't seem like it's going to happen. It would have happened before, but I, I, I think say, Mike's probably right. I will say what I don't want to see. I, I don't want to see all the other players being asked about this. I don't want to see That's them – That's sure happen. I know, but I, I don't want to see them talking to Bakhtiari about this instead of talk about his knee recovery, talk about his time. I don't want, I don't want to see them talking to Z or Mason Crosby or whoever. Let ask them questions about their off season. That those are the, again, maybe it's just me being naive and being optimistic. Like I said, with the whole MVS Twitter thing, that's the stories I want to hear. Is I want to hear what the other guys have been doing because this whole thing has overshadowed all these guys. Whether it's Aaron Jones, you're not even, you're not being naive. You're just you're being it. Then like mm-hmm. here, here, here's what I, I'm gonna call him a shot. I think he's there. What is it? Is it Tuesday? Is Tuesday the open day? What do they report? Report day, I think it's Tuesday. Does somebody know? Tuesday. Tuesday? I think he's there on Tuesday. That'd be incredible. And yeah, I think that he – I think he calls the players-only meeting. Like, And when I say players-only, I mean players-only and maybe coaches. I don't know. Because, I mean, I don't know that he's pissed off at Matt. I he shouldn't be. Is, I, he – he absolutely shouldn't be. I'm just saying. I think it's. I think it's purely front office thing. So I think that he calls team meeting. Only has the team there, and and says his piece with everybody. Says what he says that this is the last ride. He says that he's made it clear that, or the front office has made it clear that it's not his team after this year. I think he works with Jordan all year to try and get him as ready as possible. Because I think that – I don't think he's got any beef with any of the guys on the team. Or at least nothing serious. We've seen no. – everybody's gone to bat for him. Devontae, Bakhtiari, every every star player, every friend that he has. Other than Greg Jennings, every player that he's played with – and Martellus Bennett, every player he's played with loves him. True. So I think that he goes in and he says, this is it. We're, we're winning or we're losing. That's, and that's just how it's going to go. And I think that he spends the entire year – just that way, where it's him, it's him, the team, and all of them together versus everybody else. He says, you guys can do whatever you want with the front office. That's fine. I'm not going to tell you how to make your money or would do whatever. But he says his piece about it, and we see Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers go and make another playoff run and hopefully make it to the Super Bowl and cap off that last dance. And honestly, who knows? If that happens, maybe Rodgers retires as a Packer next year. A players-only meeting would be sick. I think a players-slash-team-only meeting. As long as no one pulls an Antonio Brown and films it. I think think if Rodgers – I think when he comes back, because I'm to that point. I I don't think it's an if. I think it's a when he comes back. I think he holds a players-only meeting. doesn't matter when it is. He could report week six and call a players-only meeting, I think. There's no way that he's not going to do that because I think he cares enough about the guys. And, I, Mike, to your point with he's overshadowing everybody, I think that he knows. I think he knows that, and I, but I also think that he doesn't. That's not his goal. That's, I think that's one of the reasons why he's tried to keep as low profile in the media as possible 
Like he's not he's not going to the Bucks games where he knows that the entire conversation is going to be Rogers is courtside in the Bucks game. He's not he's not posting on social media every single day cryptic tweets. He's post he tweets once he tweets once a week if that. And he, the only time he's tweeted this week was about the Bucks championship win. He's tried to keep as low of a profile as possible. If anything, the front office, which we talked about earlier, is doing a worse job of that, calling him complicated fella and doing the. Oh, don't talk about it. But we're going to talk about it. We could talk about it. You can't talk about it. So I think he's there Tuesday. I think he calls a players-only meeting, and he rallies everybody around him. And then we see what happens from there. That's that's my opinion. That's what I think is going to happen. Um, Mike, you say he's not going to be there at all. Matt, you said – did you say that you think he's there? Later, in the, he's, later in the week. I'm later in the week, okay. optimistic. But. Okay, so it sounds like I'm just the clear optimist of the group. That's fine. Maybe I've just been ignoring social media enough that I don't know how bad it is out there in uh, Packerland. But so that's that's where I'm at. So that being said, we'll wrap things up because I've had internet issues and I'm gonna have to do some creative editing as it is. So we'll go to Matt first. Where can people find you? Uh, you can still find me on Twitter at Matt underscore Frey underscore. That's at M A T T underscore F R A underscore. Uh, it's gonna be an interesting week. Stay. Let's just stay level-headed. Put the phone down if necessary, but it's going to be a, it's going to be a wild August. Either we're going to see a lot more headlines of Aaron not reporting and some pettiness on social media, or we're going to see Jordan Love ball out in preseason, which second would be pretty cool to see, but at the detriment of the uh, not seeing 12. Yeah, no, Jordan Love's going to ball out in preseason, just letting you know that. You can find me on Twitter, at GBridgeford NFL, as always. Uh, still doing some content for Dynasty Nerds, Roto Baller, Denver Stiffs. Uh, not doing anything with Game On Wisconsin this year, but I know Matt and the folks over there are going to do some great things. Pay attention to them. Uh, they, it, Matt, did you guys put out that big announcement from the other day, or did I – is that out uh, We got our – we have our party September okay, 19th. I believe yep. it is September 19th. I wanted yep. to, I didn't want to step over that, and I didn't no, want to no, pre-announce no, that. So if you guys haven't seen that, go check it out. It's on their Twitter page. I'm sure it's pinned to the top mm-hmm. there. September 19th, they're doing a big thing. You can, But all of my stuff is going to be on my Twitter. I'll be doing fantasy football content just like I did last year. Uh, every single Sunday I'll be doing a – I'll be doing a live Q&A and ask, answering all of your questions on Twitter there. And I might be doing something personal on my page yet. I don't know. I have a little while to figure that out. But at, at minimum, I'll be here previewing every single game with these guys coming out on Sunday mornings. And I'll be, we'll be recording that on Saturdays. Absolutely. And you can find me on Twitter at Mike Wendland. That's all one word. And a lot of my broadcasting work you can find at Zaleski Sports. That is Z-A-L-E-S-K-I sports.com. Uh, but we've been wrapping up the American Legion baseball season. Uh, sorry, Matt, for your Green Bay Southwest guys. Uh, but the state tournaments and AAAs, it's actually starting this next week, so I'll be in Plover a lot, doing a lot of games, whether it's producing, broadcasting, running a camera, all that fun stuff. It's going to be multiple games a day for basically Tuesday through Thursday for me, and then this weekend I will be gone for the Scandinavia Cornrows in my hometown, which will be... Big event, big event. Which will be a lot of fun. So if those of you in central Wisconsin, you probably have heard of that, or Iowa Car Show... That's my neck of the woods. But with that being said, again, stay tuned. We'll find out whatever's going to happen. We're going to learn either Monday night maybe or Tuesday. We'll see what happens. And, of course, find us on social media at Packaday Podcast, at the Packaday Podcast on YouTube and wherever your favorite podcast platforms had can be found. We will be there as well. So for Gage Bridgeford, for Matt Freilich, this is Mike Williams. Thanks so long. Thank you for joining us today. 
Everyone, stay cool, stay safe, always carry the G. We'll see you on see you next week. Go pack, go. decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Mail checks, invoices, documents, and everything you need to keep your business running. Get rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS. And with the mobile app, you can take care of mailing on the go. Make the same no-brainer decisions as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.